It is said that life begins at the end of your comfort zone. What are you doing with your time? Are you pushing yourself to make the most of every minute you have, every day you have, every week you have? Well, that's what we're going to talk about on the uncomfort zone. So with that said, let's get started. All right, welcome back to the uncomfort zone. Johnny's with us this week. Johnny, you excited? Oh, I'm excited to be back. How was how was last week? Did you miss us? Yeah, I missed I missed being in the uncomfort zone, honestly, you know. I went on vacation a little bit. <laughs> and, you know, just got a little bit comfortable and just wasn't able to do the podcast. <laughs> well, for those of you that tuned in to our podcast last week, you know John's joking cuz I said he was working, so he was at work, even though he'd probably love to be on vacation. Right. So this week, um, we have another interview. We're going to be interviewing a friend of mine um, that uh, actually uprooted his life, his career, and actually moved to Dubai to challenge himself uh, to start a new career and to um, kind of definitely get out of his comfort zone. So I think I think he'll be a great add-on for this week. So I'm excited to talk to him. His name is Josiah, so we'll get to him in a second. First, I want to go into what I would like to start um, maybe week over week or every other week. I'd call it the shout-out zone, right? So for those of you that are messaging us, DMing us on Minor John's Instagram or on the Uncomfort Zone Instagram or Twitter, I mean, this is the time. We're going to give you a shout-out. Uh, we're going to share your review, share your comments. Uh, so definitely, please be please be. Uh, Tell us what your tell us your comments. Tell us your reviews. What you guys think of it? What's encouraging you? Maybe some challenges that you guys are taking on. We'd love to hear that stuff. Would you concur, John? Yeah, definitely. Um, it it works in both ways. It's, it's motivational for myself hearing what you know listeners are working on, and also too, it just it means that we're you know making a little bit of a difference by doing this podcast. You know, people are it's causing them to get out and do something. So we love feedback and. We always want to get better, and uh, the more that feedback we receive, you know, the better we can be for you guys. Absolutely, hundred percent. All right, so let's dig right into this podcast. Uh, I'm going to introduce Josiah. Josiah, say hey. Hello, Josiah. Um, well, I ask John this every time on the podcast. Are you excited to be on the podcast? I'm very excited to be on the podcast. All right. Hopefully, most people that come are actually excited to be on the podcast. I hope we don't encounter someone that's not excited to be on the podcast. So. Please start us kind of your story, wherever you want to start the story uh, of how you wanted to take on this challenge and and take us straight through to kind of currently where you are. Absolutely. Uh, before I dive into that, though, I just want to say I love what you guys are doing. I've listened to all of your podcasts. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, so far, my favorite one is Baby Steps. Um, I think actually a lot of the things that you referenced and talked about in your Baby Steps baby steps uh, are things that I experienced firsthand in this journey. So uh, let me rewind a little bit. So I'm in Dubai now, but I'm going to back up uh, to when I was working on my master's degree. I had finished my undergrad degree in business. I was working on my MBA. And uh, at the time, I was really focused on just starting a business here in the U.S. I was trying to learn what I could, network. And through just a series of events, I had the opportunity to go on a two-week-long study abroad trip to Vietnam. Uh, And that was really a life-changing experience for me because it opened up 
uh, my eyes to understand business in an international context beyond just what you would learn in the classroom. I got to see firsthand the kind of the work that was being done, what type of opportunities were were available and what it might look like to take business um, outside of the U.S. Um, so that was during my time. I will fast forward a little bit and I finished my master's degree. Uh, right after I finished my master's degree, I ended up actually getting married. And then a few months into my marriage, I went to my wife and I just kind of asked her, I said, hey, what, what would you think about moving to Dubai? Uh, the first question that she said to me after when I asked her that was, where is Dubai? <laughs> and uh, so that that started the journey for us. We pulled out a map. We saw where Dubai was. And, and the reason I was asking her is because it had been presented to me through just some uh, mutual friends about a potential opportunity working in Dubai. At the time, I was uh, running a Chick-fil-A. So I was a general manager running a Chick-fil-A, just finished my master's degree, and this friend talk to me about with the tourism industry and hospitality industry in Dubai that someone uh, with my customer service experience could have a real opportunity to to work in Dubai. And I, I'll be honest, I was very uh, hesitant, a little nervous, uh, because as you guys talk on here, I knew that that would be very uncomfortable. Um, and so my wife and I started about uh, it was about at that point almost an eight month nine month process of researching connecting with people in Dubai trying to learn as much as we could um, and then it, really nine ten months later we were on a plane uh, moving to Dubai I had a, accepted a job offer um, so I was the operation I am currently the operations manager for a food and beverage company in Dubai and um, we've been working there for, or I've been working there now for the past year. I mean, wow. I mean, you definitely summed it up quickly, but in that, and I'm sure everyone realizes that in that short story, there's a lot to unpack. I mean, you moved to another country, you changed careers. I mean, you were on path probably for, you said you were Chick-fil-A, so you're on path for one thing, and then you completely uprooted that and changed that around. So, um, I mean, it's interesting, you know, me and John, we grew up in another country, so we understand what it's like to take on a different culture. Uh, but we, we haven't changed our careers in a different culture. Right. So, uh, I'm just going to start off with the first question that I would have for you, uh, is how difficult was taking the first step? Because there's a lot of uncertainty there, right? So how difficult was it taking that first, first step in, you know, accepting it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the first step, uh, I'm not going to lie, was it was very challenging, uh, largely because of what you just touched on in that I was kind of on a path and a track at that point. Um, you know, we were me and my wife at that point, we just had gotten married, we were walking through, okay, our first year of marriage, these are our dreams, this is our aspirations, this is where we're headed, um, this is where we want to be. And when this came in, it, it really did. I mean, it was it was a complete like left turn, it felt like. And to step into that was was really it it, it took a lot of kind of looking in the situation and talking to people. Um, the thing is, we, we didn't actually agree that we wanted to do that probably for a few months in the process. We didn't really take that step. But the thing that we did is we just we didn't say no. We didn't just shut the door immediately. We said, okay, they're gonna, there's going to be a lot that we're going to have to understand. It's really uncomfortable. It's really new. It's really, um, in some ways, scary. 
but we're not just going to shut it down completely because of that. We at least wanted to look into that. So that process of really taking what I would consider that first step um, of, of doing that was was quite challenging. And I like what you said there. You said it would be so much easier to say no and shut the door. But that's kind of where I run into. I, I'll get into something I want to do and the easiest thing that, no, that's too difficult. That's I'm not going to go there. That's too difficult. I'm going to stick with what I know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with the comfortable, right? So, I mean, that, yeah, that's that's a huge first step is not shutting the door to the possibility. So, um, Johnny, you got any, you got a question for him? Yeah. So this is actually my first time hearing this story. Today's the first time meeting Josiah. Um, incredible story, you know, definitely Dubai. I believe it's almost exactly halfway around the world, right? Pretty much. Um, From, from, from like the United States. So huge culture change and, a lot of questions are going through my mind. And one of the biggest ones that I think about is like, what was, what so far has been like the biggest thing you've learned about yourself through this experience, whether it's a weakness or a strength, or maybe it's, you know, turn a weakness into a strength or vice versa from this whole experience of uprooting your life and going to a whole different culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you definitely learn a lot. And I think if I had to kind of sum it into the biggest thing, I'm actually going to touch back a little bit on your guys' earlier podcast on Baby Steps, with, uh, where you talked about two things. You talked about being getting comfortable uh, with the uncomfortable. And then you also talked about uh, giving up some control. And so for me, those putting those together, um, I think those steps do kind of go together uh, because – when you're getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, you're giving up control of what's going on. And I like to know what's going on. I like to know how mm-hmm. things work. I, you know, I, I sometimes would pride, would have pride, prided myself in being able to figure things out. Um, I have, I come from a family of engineers. Uh, two of my brothers are engineers. Both my parents are engineers and, you know, figuring out things, figuring out how things work and kind of being in control is, is where I feel the most comfortable. But when you go into, um, a new country, a new culture, you're in a new company, uh, a new line of work. I I went from working day to day as, as a general manager of a store, running a store to a corporate side job. So now I'm over eight stores. Um, so really a new job. And the people I interact with are ve- all very different than me. And um, it, it, every day was uncomfortable, whether it was at work, whether it was at home, whether it was going to the grocery store and just not recognizing any of the products. And um, that was, I, I learned that I really, I, I guess I really learned how much I like and am comfortable with everything kind of being in my control. And I really did have to learn what, um, like how to give that up. Yeah. Sounds like a huge, a huge commitment. Um, yeah, you're one of the perfect persons to have on this podcast. You know, you've definitely uprooted your whole life. And I would say this is sort of like a fun question, but like, what are some of the different, what are some of like the misconceptions of Dubai? Cause when I think of Dubai, I think of, you know, race cars, people going and just having a party and, you know, it's a city that was built in, what 15 years 20 years so Mm -hmm. this is more like a fun question unrelated to the the 
you getting out of your comfort zone, but definitely something I wanted to hear and might be interesting for other view- listeners too. Absolutely. Uh, I think the, the misconceptions are exactly what you just said, to be honest. <laughs> um, no, the, uh, it's, you kind of get this, you have this perception um, of it just being money everywhere, Lamborghinis on the side of the road. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. Like there is a lot of money. There's a lot of wealth. Um, and the, a lot of the buildings are, are very, very nice. Uh, my wife, she works as a dental hygienist. And uh, her dental office is a converted palace. So it used to be a palace. This dental office bought it, converted it into a dental office. So that's, I mean, so she works a little bit more in that. But so it is there. But on a day-to-day basis, you're not just seeing like gold fall from the sky, you know, finding it randomly on the side of the road, seeing all these crazy cars. Um, Mm -hmm. Definitely more than you see here, but um, maybe not quite as much as you would expect. Um, even the party lifestyle is, I mean, it is a, it is a Muslim country. And so it's very traditional in the way that it, it does things. And um, the kind of party scene is actually really rare um, to find, not rare to find. It's just harder to find. You have to really look for it. It's not as much in your face. Um, but well, one other giant misconception for any of your listeners, and maybe you guys have seen um, Mission Impossible with Tom mm-hmm. Cruise. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the new one, yeah. The one where they're they're in Dubai and he climbs up the side of the Burj Khalifa, the world's tallest building. Great scene. Um in that movie particularly there's a couple of really big misconceptions. One is there's a sandstorm um which like just completely takes out everything and you just like are so discombobulated in it. Um while sandstorms are not always the most fun to be in, it's nothing like that uh, movie made it <laughs> seem. Um and <laughs> Also, uh, yeah, just the way that he was moving around the city. Um, he was just kind of jumping from parts of the city to other parts of the city in a matter of 10 seconds. But <laughs> fun movie. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's it, those are some of the misconceptions. But what, what you really do see is you do see a, a melting pot of cultures. It's really awesome to interact with people from so many different countries, so many different cultures, learn from that, um, and ultimately kind of being able to grow from that. Mm-hmm. So kind of to piggyback off what John said about misconceptions, is the city like New York City, bustling, like people go there to, you know, they always say you make it big, you know, in New York City, Chicago. Like, is it one of those cities where you feel challenged every day to, you know, aggressively attack that career and push yourself forward? Is it Uh, that kind of culture in that city? Yeah, it is. In a way, yes. In my experience, I'm sure others would have other experiences. Um the the city as a whole, it, I mean, it's very fast paced. That was one thing that uh, really pushed me out of my comfort zone. Coming from a more rural area, um, people would tell you it's a fast pace, and and you try to prepare for that. You try to understand what that means, but you really don't know what that means until you live it, until you experience it, until you're just going, 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 and all of a sudden it's been two, three, four months, and you go, where where have we gone? Um, and in that, as fast as everything moving, it, as fast as everything is moving, there is this drive and this push to constantly have a new thing, to push this out, to do this, to run with this. And it's really come into the businesses. I mean, in our business alone, I mean, I feel the pressure every month that we need to be doing something new. We need to be doing something fresh. We need to be launching something. We need to be stepping out in some way because of how fast paced everything is moving. You feel like you might get left behind. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Well, tying tying it all back together with like the misconceptions thing, I think that's 
because everything you said about Dubai, I obviously didn't realize because I've never been there. I haven't really done much research on the city, but people, when they go out of their comfort zone, myself too, I believe we let those misconceptions like distract us from getting out of our comfort zone. Do you know what I mean? Like when you probably left for Dubai, you had all of these thoughts and ideas of what it was going to be like and these fears and these challenges. Then when you get there, you know, it's totally different and you're out of your comfort zone, but in a different way. And I think sometimes our fears drowned out. I don't know. It's not as bad as we first is like, once you're in the process, I feel like it's just so much better. Yeah. That's That's just what I'm hearing. I'm hearing from your, your experience, just there's misconceptions of, you know, Dubai and then you go there and you're, and you sound, you're saying a lot of positive things, you know, a lot of different cultures. Yes. You're uncomfortable, but it sounds like, you know, you're, you're making a living, you're making a life out there. And that's, that's an amazing thing to hear. Yeah, it, it really, I mean, the fears that you have, and I mean, you guys talk about it on here. Those are what will hold people back. You asked me in your first question or one of your first questions about, you know, how hard was it to take that first step? Um, you know, you, you have those fears that come up. But one of the things that I found in taking the step and, and being uncomfortable and going to a place and to a country and to a culture and to a work environment that I wasn't as familiar with, well, familiar with at all, to be honest, was that there were so many people along the way who were willing to help you in that. Um, I mean, I have one, my, my colleague, he's the other operations manager that I work with. Him and I have like completely different stories. He was raised in like the heart of Mumbai, India. His, you know, one bedroom apartment with his family works really hard, uh, just grinding and, and has gotten to the point where he's in Dubai working as an operations manager uh, whereas my upbringing was was very different in the U.S., going to school, going to a good university, having that opportunity, working on my MBA, and then coming over and working. Um, and he was the most helpful person in, in helping me understand how to get things done, if I needed my car fixed, if I you know needed to get an apartment, and you know all the fears that you have of what is it going to be like to transition into that? What is it going to be like to go to this place, to live in this place, to understand this place? I was really blown away him and, and there's a couple two other people specifically really at at my uh, workplace that really have helped in that and I was just I really appreciated and didn't really think about it beforehand um, just how willing people were to help in that process yeah that's a great point yeah I mean that's kind of one of the one of the points of this podcast is meeting people along that like along the the path that we're taking with this podcast is having people on here, sharing those stories. You just shared the story of your coworker that maybe no one here in the U S has ever heard, but now they're hearing those stories and it's encouraging to hear that those people are willing. Those are the same people that are challenging themselves are the same people that are help that want to come alongside you and help you with your own challenges. Um, like John said in one of the first podcasts, his friend put him to the challenge of doing a marathon and so they're going, they're coming side by side in the same goal. Right. Mm-hmm. And so people see that you're going in the same direction as them. You're challenged like them and they're helping you. It's, it's fantastic. So, um, I got another question for you. Um, do you think it's important? I mean, the answer can be yes, but I want to kind of delve into it, but how, I guess, how important do you think it is to have a strong support structure 
when you step out of your comfort zone like this? I know you had your wife going with you, but how important is it to have that support structure when you're doing something like this? Oh, I mean, it's, it's vitally important. Um, I mean, my wife, for sure. If, if my wife had said, you know, I'm, I'm not in on this, we, we wouldn't have gone. Not, not that it was all up to her, but, you know, we were going to step into this together. Yeah. Right. We were going to help support each other. Um, and we're very, we're both very thankful too that both our families, uh, yeah, it was challenging, it, you know, scary to think, okay, you're going to go on the other side of the world, living in the Middle East, working in the Middle East. Um, but both of our families were supporting, for supportive, and um, even our friends, uh, we were, we were really blown away with that and just the support we had from our friends. And even while we were over there, the number of people reaching out, encouraging us. Um, which, which was so important because I think we had, you have that initial burst, you feel like you have that support and then you're over there and that can sometimes taper off a little bit, but to, to have that kind of continued reassurance as things are getting tough and people to be able to just call and, um, or, you know, chat with online or however it was and just be able to say, Hey man, this is really challenging. This is tough. This is really uncomfortable. And, and be having them be able to listen to give advice and to just encourage you is, is so important because you will hit those moments. You will hit those, um, those instances, those scenarios will happen. Situations will come where you just go, man, this is tough. And right. um, the, having that support and people to encourage you and talk to listen and, and help you if needed um, is so important. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so um, John, you got anything, any questions? Uh, no, I was just going to tie. I mean, that was a great point he made. I don't want to discredit that. It was a good point about having the supportive group. Definitely, you know, in my life, you know, I haven't moved halfway across the world, but um, moving out of the house or just doing anything out of your comfort zone, you do hit that. You mentioned you hit a a moment where you're like, wow, this this is tough. This is challenging. And when you have someone there or you have an accountability group or some, a supportive person that just can push you on to the next day is super important. But I was just gonna, I was just gonna touch back to like the last piece where you said, um, you know, basically the podcast as it's going, it's, it's almost like that accountability, that supportive group, you know, the goal is to have a bunch of listeners and followers and people on the podcast that are doing that, you know, daily supporting people and josiah is you know doing it right now he came on the podcast he's a good friend of yours and hopefully you know in the future me and him will have a relationship but he's supporting our goals of trying to do this podcast and you know that's a testament to him and your guys relationship that he's encouraging and supporting you know what we want to do here just like someone did when he moved all the way to dubai obviously his is a bigger you know challenge and comfort zone but you know it still correlates yeah absolutely i mean for those listening this is will not be the last time he's on here this is definitely a story of somebody you know being in dubai again we're going to want to have you on when you're in dubai to kind of hear how it's going and follow along in your journey so it doesn't end there but yeah completely what you what you said it's it's we're all on this journey together right some of us are just doing completely different things and we'd love to get on board and be as involved as we can supporting from a distance. And that's what you've done with this podcast. And we we're, we like that we're returning the favor to have you on the podcast to share that story. So um, I got a quick question for you and this might be hard to narrow down, 
most challenging thing so far? You know, I've, I've actually got that question a, a lot. Um, my wife and I currently am actually able to do this in the U.S. because um, we're back here being able to take a quick vacation to visit our family. Um, and when coming back visiting family and friends, it's a pretty big question that we get asked. And I'm, I'm actually going to answer it maybe not the way you expected um, because I really don't think it was one big thing or there was one major challenge. The challenge itself was all the little challenges that were building up, right? The challenge of, of going to learn how do I work in a different country. Um, and while I'm working in a different country, work with colleagues uh, and coworkers who are from all over the world um, and learn on the fly, how do I relate with them? Um, how do I understand? How do I recognize their, their culture, their work culture, how they, what they bring in? And I'm going to be honest, I, I'm, I'm failed a lot. I, I messed, I made a lot of mistakes in it as it related to understanding work, as it related to understanding just life in that culture. Um, and so all of those different things were, were challenging. And I know this is really not the answer you probably wanted because there was so many different things that I really don't know that I could. Um, but all of the challenges would culminate into one. Um, and it, and it was, um, yeah, it was, it was everything kind of building up, um, at the same time, interacting with all the, the different challenges at different times at different places and, um, having them just kind of hit. Yeah. I mean, I guess there is no one way to put that. And I didn't expect a, a cookie cutter answer. So no, that's, that's a fine answer. I get that you know, there's not just one thing that's you're going to say, oh, it was the heat. The heat was the most challenging thing, right? It's it's going to be a series of different things that you have to overcome. So which kind of leads me into my final question that I have for you is, um, you know, I'd love to give you a broad question like, would you do it again? And, the, you know, the answer to that might be yes, might be no. My question would be on the lines of that kind of it's parallel with that is, with the fact that you've done this, with the mm -hmm. fact that I'd like to ask you, would you do it again? I want to ask you, would you say yes again to the next challenge in your life because you've done this? Would it, would it be easier or would you be more, I guess, willing or confident that you're going to go, you know, the next challenge, we can do this again because we've already done it? I, I do think that the answer to that question for me would be yes. I, I think when you've seen... Um, when you've walked through and pushed through uh, being in an uncomfortable situation, as you guys call it here, being in the uncomfort zone, um, you do grow a level of confidence and it doesn't become as scary. And I mean, I mentioned my wife earlier, but honestly, I mean, she needs a, a massive shout out because um, this whole process, this whole journey um, was really only possible with her. Without her going uh, with me, going beside me, going ahead of me at times, encouraging me and being right there, um, I don't know that I would have made that step. And so um, seeing her support in that, seeing us go through that together, um, you know, it, it builds my confidence. And not to be cliche, as you hear the movie, oh, we can conquer the world together. But I know and that when uncomfortable situations, when challenging situations come, that we can walk through it because the framework for how to walk through those things is, is similar, right? And again, I know I've shouted out Baby Steps podcast for those listening. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. Um, but what you guys talk through there, it, it, 
it's not just, oh, you do that and you go on and you figure out new things. You, that's a pr- continual process in some of those things. And so as you walk through an uncomfortable situation, as you are challenged and pushed out of your comfort zone, um, you start to realize, okay, there are people out there who can help and support me. I'm, I can become more comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, you know, I understand where my comfort zone is and I can plan better as I step outside of it. Um, I have to put in the work and I understand what that looks like. And so um, I think it sets you up for a pattern of being able to push yourself, challenge yourself and ultimately growing yourself. Now, I'll be honest with you. I was excited about how I worded the question, but your response trumped it. So (laughs) well done with the response. I think that's it's very encouraging to hear because, like you said, it becomes almost repetitive. It becomes a habit that it's like building like we've I think we've said it before it's like building a callus to something you become used to it and it's it's always better if you have someone with you to help you along that way I mean my wife's encouraged me through this whole process of the podcast and she's been getting on me that she hasn't had a shout out yet so (laughs) so I feel the need to do that as well but um yeah what do you think John Uh, a couple things Josiah, great podcast voice. Got to have you back on. Um, Thanks, everything, <laughs> everything you're saying is super encouraging to hear because, you know, yes, me and Peter, you know, we're helping build this. Peter's really trying to make this podcast. and But we're going through this. You know, what you're saying is, you know, I'm listening to this as long as with, right along with the listeners this week. You know, I'm taking the knowledge that I hear from you and you've made a massive change in your life. And like you're saying, it's not going to be easier hearing what you're saying. You weren't saying it's going to be easier, but there's more of a pattern and you know, you're more confident in your, and you said there's less fear. That's, that's what I was hearing to where your next challenge is, you know, if you move to, you know, wherever, if you move to, India or China or whatever, it's not going to be easy and it's not going to be comfortable from what I heard from you, but you aren't as fearful and you're capable and you shout out your wife there and you know what you guys are, what your marriage and your relationship is able to go through from the challenges that you've experienced, you know, in your, in your time in Dubai, rather than if you stayed um, in the States and worked your same job you wouldn't have been challenged as much as a couple or as individuals from what I'm hearing, you know, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but that's just what I'm hearing. And it's just interesting to hear that perspective. Yeah. I mean, I'm right there with John. It's definitely encouraging to hear uh, because sometimes you, you work that nine to five and that's all, you know, you don't hear the stories. You don't hear what other people are doing. So it's definitely encouraging. So do you have any closing statements for, your first time on the podcast yeah and just again thank you guys for for having me love what you guys are doing love the podcast and yeah you guys alluded to it it the these as the process of stepping out of your comfort zone in those things right it, it doesn't have to be something big you know in my case in my wife's case and i we it was something big it was also something that took a long a lot longer time to kind of think through plan through understand um, but you know, I definitely wouldn't want anyone walking away from this hearing like, Oh, well, I would need to do something that big. Right. That also started because of, for me and my wife, 
a series of small steps that built that pattern. My wife uprooted her life when we got married, in a sense. She lived in the in one state her whole life in Michigan. Um, and then when we got married, she moved to North Carolina. And that was a huge step for her to, to do that. But that was a step of becoming uncomfortable that built up that habit for her to then be more open and uh, willing and not as fearful to take the larger steps. So everyone's going to be at a different uh, stage of that process of taking those steps, uh, pushing themselves, challenging themselves, and which, which you guys, which is what you guys are encouraging people to do to find those things, and they will see that pattern. May not lead you to Dubai, but if it does, give me a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> go, go look up Josiah. So it sounds like next time, if we catch you in Dubai on the podcast, we should have her on. Hear what she has to say about it. That would be a huge step for her of going into her uncomfort zone. <laughs> Please, um, but, yeah. So the podcast, we're going to Dubai. A little road trip. I like it. You should. <laughs> that would be wild. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Event. Let's Let's get there eventually. To all our listeners, one day we're going to podcast in Dubai with Josiah. Live from <laughs> Dubai. So that's um, a bold statement. <laughs> it is a bold statement. We just made it. We have to I love it. Hold us accountable to that. So, to all the listeners out there, uh, I know John's probably encouraged. I'm encouraged. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, if you like what you've heard, please send us questions. Uh, we'll send it to the side. If you've got questions about you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and you want to go work and live in another culture, let us know. We'll ask him. He might have some advice for you. I mean, we'd love to share that, bridge that gap. But again, if you have any questions, any comments, please leave us a message. Um, But with that said, go do something that pushes you out of your comfort zone and maybe just maybe into the uncomfort zone. (laughs) 